Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. And good morning, everyone, and welcome to Real Presence Live. My name is Mike Kidrowski, and I'll be uh, your host here this morning. And it is good to be with you. We are broadcasting in five states and ten dioceses, and uh, we're just glad to be with you. Thanks for tuning in to Real Presence Live. We have a a jam-packed show of of great guests, and you're not going to want to miss this, so please stay tuned. And we're broadcasting from the Lumen Vitae Center of the University of Mary in uh, balmy Bismarck, North Dakota. And uh, before we get started, uh, let's uh, begin with prayer. And I have a breviary this morning with the morning prayer. And let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, may everything we do begin with your inspiration. Continue with your help and reach perfection under your guidance. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Gregory, uh, what's the weather like in Fargo? Um, You know, I actually don't know the exact temperature, but it's not, it's like in between like horrendously cold and balmy so like, all right you know, somewhere in between all right so we have just a few days left till spring can you can <laughs> you uh can you can you take that gregory i, I think i can uh, i'm it. sure i'm sure well we'll we'll turn it back to you gregory is on the board this morning from our studios in fargo north dakota and uh gregory can you give us a, a little preview of the show yeah i sure can coming up this morning is a celebration of vocations unlike any other Ed Konetska of the University of Mary and Father John Burns, one of this year's electric keynote speakers, will give us a look inside, an inside look at the Vocations Jamboree. And this program is reviving sacred music throughout North Dakota. Lillian Belinsky will tell us what this program is and why it's so important to our local parishes. And in a world that attacks the family, Josh, Josh and Tracy DeCock will share the many blessings of family life despite daily struggles. All this and much more coming up this morning. Yes, well, thank you, Gregory. And we are the Thursday after Ash Wednesday. Uh, uh, in your parish, Gregory, uh, was the uh, was the attendance good? Oh yeah, I know the the church was full for like it was a twelve ten mass, but it was it was uh, full. So yeah, you know, it's uh, it gives us a lot of hope when you you see a church full of uh, people on Ash Wednesday, and uh, Monsignor Richter at Queen of Peace Parish were. I went to a mass in Dickinson. Uh, he encouraged uh, us to uh, intensify our prayer. And in doing so, he says, number one thing you could do, folks, is to attend daily mass. Mm-hmm. And he says, we should pack this place like it is today at daily mass. So 
just uh, an encouragement to uh, uh, intensify uh, our prayer during Lent. And uh, uh, that daily Mass, Gregory, is such a, uh, a special a special event, the most celebrated event on the face of this earth. Holy Mass. Holy Mass. Okay. Well, Gregory, thank you for the preview. And, uh, folks, we have with us in the studio at uh, Fargo, North Dakota, we have Deacon Mark and Julie Cresci. And uh, the promo reads, it's a lifetime for those struggling with the pain of past abortion. Uh, We'll have Deacon Mark and Julie share the details about the special help that is now available in the Diocese of Crookston for post-abortive women. And Deacon Mark and Julie, good morning to you. Well, good morning. From from balmy Fargo. It's not that cold. <laughs> I might be stretching it, but I did walk in without an overcoat here this morning. So, uh, But people looked at me kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, uh, Deacon Mark, uh, as we were talking previous to the show, um, uh, I thanked you and Julie... Uh, to have the courage uh, to talk about this subject. And uh, to start off, uh, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Well, I'm uh, Deacon Mark Creechie, and um, we've lived in Moorhead. My wife and I, Julie and I, have lived in Moorhead um, since 1987, so we've been part of the Diocese of Crookston for many years. And a few years ago, I became a deacon in the in the diocese, and then I also work then part-time for the diocese in the Office of Formation and Discipleship. And I'm Julie Creechie. Um, I'm newly retired. I have, had been a school counselor uh, in the school systems for about 30 years. And so because of my recent retirement, I'm able to staff the Project Rachel online for the Diocese of Crookston. Oh, God bless you guys. Uh, thanks for saying yes to your call to serve a God in those capacities. And and so, Julie, you're, uh, you're an educator, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I've been married to an educator for 37 years, so, uh, and, and my background is education. So thank you uh, sincerely for uh, uh, doing what you uh, uh, did with uh, your education of, uh, our, uh, of our youth. Uh, now, Mark and Julie, you are working with something called Project Rachel. Uh, tell us a little bit about this. Well, Project Rachel is the kind of the umbrella name used by the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops about um, or, or to refer to um, helping people who are post-abortive, men and women whose lives have been impacted by abortion. And in my work in the diocese, I'm um, re- respect for life is uh, part of the work I do, and um, and and so a few years ago. Um, Bishop came to Julie and I and Father Vincent Miller in Crookston and asked us to go away for um, training that the USCCB provides for Project Rachel Ministries in the Diocese of Crookston. So we came back and we started to talk about, well, what what should we be doing about this? And we've had uh, a prayer service for um, men and women who are healing after abortion. Um, and, and then we were we were working towards this idea of having a um, confidential phone line where um, men or women um, who who wanted to reconcile, who wanted to seek peace and comfort after abortion at some point in their life, 
um, could could call in and and just you know have somebody to talk to, um, know where to go. Many many dioceses are setting this up, and then of course I have somebody in my family, of course my wife, who um, a trained counselor and um, who has went through this training, so a natural person to take over the ministry. Certainly, well, indeed, what a what a what a great ministry this is, uh, Mark and Julie, and. Uh, now, you got to know these women and men, right, that uh, mm-hmm. have yes. been affected with uh, this issue of abortion. And, uh, uh, you know, you've, you've, uh, you've seen the hurt, you've seen uh, the, the uh, emotional impact that this has had on their lives. Now, how are women and men impacted by this decision to have an abortion? Well, um, post-abortion trauma um, can last for years and years and years, as has been verified by the professionals. You know, there are many symptoms that people struggle with, guilt, shame, difficulty with sleeping, anger, um, inappropriate use of drugs and alcohol. They can have relationship troubles. Um, uh, they may react to the anniversary dates uh, of the abortion or when the child was to be born, uh, eating disorders, um, difficulty with thoughts of suicide, increased depression, um, and goes on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Well, in- indeed, there is a, a lot of emotion, a, a lot of uh, stress, and uh, the result of this. And so... What uh, what does your uh, service and and maybe we could get this number out there? Uh, this number uh, is two one eight four seven zero zero one one two, and again that number. And how would you describe this uh, uh, this confidential number, Mark or Julie? Uh, it's just a, a number to call if indeed the. Uh, folks that have are going through this emotional time if they in fact uh have identified themselves as having these uh issues uh they call this number and there's a counselor ready to visit with them is that correct well yeah i'm i'm staffing the line i'll be answering the phone calls um and um you know it the the first goal is for me to help the person feel that they are safe and talking with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it, it's important for them to feel like I'm going to listen with compassion. I mean, listen with my heart, as if, as if I'm listening to a friend. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, because their heart has been uh, scarred and they need, uh, they need some special uh, attention, some special uh, you know, love and, uh, and caring. Absolutely. And, and, and go it's, ahead. it's not a crisis line, but I'm there to listen and listen fully. Um, uh, and so in the end, the, the goal is, yes, to listen, make them feel safe and comfortable. And then um, at that point, um, after, after talking for some time, um, investigate looking into um, uh, making some type of referral. Right, right. Okay. So if you just joined us uh, uh at uh, Real Presence Live this morning, 
Folks, we are visiting with Deacon Mark and Julie Cresci from the Diocese of Crookston. Uh, their home is in Moorhead, Minnesota. And uh, Mark and Julie are very involved with a project called Project Ratio. And this is for uh, post-abortive women and men that have in, that uh, whose lives have been impacted uh, by this uh, decision of an abortion. Uh, yes, go ahead, Deacon Mark. Yeah, and, you know, and one of the things when the when a person calls in, first of all, you know, to let them know that uh, their number doesn't appear, so we don't know, you know, who's calling. We don't even know the number of the person who's calling, and and also. Um, you know, that this isn't a, a therapy, you know, um, line, but um, Julie will be answering and, and listening because for some women, for some men, this might be the first time they've even told somebody they've had an abortion. But then for, for Catholics that call, too, the idea is to um, refer them to a priest so that they can go through the Sacrament of Reconciliation when they're ready for that. And, and, and we've also identified a number of priests around the diocese that um, we would be sending uh, these women to or men to um, who, who are ready for that very important step. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are uh, broadcasting in uh, five states, and uh, there may be folks listening that are not Catholic that uh, need, need just someone to talk to. And uh, you would encourage uh, anyone that is in need out there to call this number, and uh, it is that number is two one eight four seven zero zero one one two. And so, uh, can you t- can you discuss uh, a little bit more about the referral system that you have, Mark and Julie? As Mark had mentioned, um, uh, they have we have a list of um, priests as well as um, mental health professionals in the area that we could refer people in the Crookston Diocese to. Um, If they're calling from out of our diocese, um, there's the national um, website, uh, Hope After Abortion, um, or Project Rachel um, line that we could hook them up with individuals to get them uh, to the people that they need to get to in their areas. And, and it's also the case that some of the um, dioceses in the listening area have uh, an equivalent referral number. I, I know uh, the Fargo Diocese has a Project Rachel number. And so they have um, um, you know, more local resources than that. If, if somebody from, for instance, Fargo would happen to call this line, we could, of course, connect them with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this is uh, quite a ministry that you folks have going uh, uh, in the Crookston Diocese, but uh, you can take calls from anywhere, really, and you can begin the conversation, uh, begin the healing process by just some talk therapy, and then refer them uh, to the right people in the area in which they live. And so in your years of service, uh, how long have you been doing this particular uh, uh, ministry? Well, it's something that uh, we've just launched the, the phone line. I know um, when we were at the Project Rachel training, um, we recognized the person from, 
from Fargo who was there. And, and so I know she started the uh, phone line here in Fargo um, a couple, oh, about a year and a half ago or so. And, uh, and, but our, our phone line is, is just opened up and it, it'll be interesting to see how many people, you know, will make that contact. We, we know across the diocese, um, from, from priests and from laity that, um, there are people out there who are hurting because of a choice they made that they now recognize was completely wrong and they, and they need somebody to be able to talk to. And, and of course we have excellent priests in our diocese who work with women who are post-abortive and go through the sacrament of reconciliation. I was at an event where a number of women who were um, post-abortive were talking about the wrong choice they made when they were young. And, um, and, and, and then one of them talked about how a priest was so key in her healing and the sacrament of reconciliation was so key in her healing. And so it's, it's something that maybe somebody isn't ready to go to right away, but we want to, of course, as Catholics, encourage them to go through the sacrament of reconciliation. Oh, absolutely. Uh, great advice. And uh, so you were, uh, you were at a training session. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about, about that training and, and what uh, you walked away with, uh, Julie and, uh, and Mark? Well, I, you know, Julie, I don't know what your memory is, but, the, you know, the one thing that really sticks out in my mind are the men and women who are there sharing their stories. And sharing these stories where, um, you know, this one man who had, um, with his girlfriend, became pregnant, but they had bought into the whole, oh, well, it's nothing but a choice, it's nothing but a little bit of tissue, Mm -hmm. and they went for the abortion, and... And as he walked out of the facility, he, he just was gripped with guilt. And, he was, and that guilt was with him for 20 years until he came back to the church and, and felt the merciful grace of God. And, and it made his life miserable. Needless to say, that relationship fell apart, et cetera. And, and some of the women, too, and their stories. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the founder of the project, Rachel, was a woman. Um, she decided to, to find this ministry. Uh, found this ministry because of her friend who had uh, given up a child uh, for adoption, but also another had a, aborted another child. And she said, you know, I can live with the adoption, but I can't live with the abortion. And mm-hmm. that's what uh, uh, got this woman to find this um, ministry. Yes. Well, you one, know, go ahead. One other, we, we have about 30 seconds yep, left. Yep, go yep. ahead, Mark. And one other quick thing that I came away from, too, and that was not only do we have to minister to these people, but then as a church, we have to keep our voice strong in, in this society that abortion is wrong and that abortion goes against God's law. And, and, and so we have to continue our fight against abortion as a church. Yes. Amen. And uh, the. Deke and Deacon Mark and Julie, thank you very much for joining us on Real Presence Live this morning. Uh, we have to go to up to uh, lead into our next segment. Up next, we'll take a few moments to pray for your intentions during prayerfully yours, and later it's your opportunity to direct conversation during straight talk. Father Craig Vasik will be joining us uh, and will take your call at 877-795-0122. So have that number ready. We'll be back with much more Real Presence Live after this. 
Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. We'll be right back. 